You're listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast, a podcast all about noteworthy night owls. Join us each episode as we highlight WGU alumni and share ways to help you stay engaged. Here now is the WGU Alumni Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the WGU Alumni Podcast. I'm Sarah Van Winkle along with Jeff Burton. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Sarah. How goes it today? No, it's great. It's we're into February finally. And, you know, I think the groundhog saw his shadow. So does that mean more winter? I can't remember. That means a little more winter. And I I know our friends in the uh, East Coast recently got pounded by a massive snowstorm. Uh, we're out here in the West, and we've yet to see a lot of snow this year. I know. I mean, I definitely feel for our friends out on the East uh, Coast. And, you know, talking to my mom, who lives in Arkansas, earlier today, she was talking about they're supposed to get hit with some really bad winter weather. And I'm I'm sitting here looking out the window, and the sun's shining, and no snow. So it's kind of weird to be in Salt Lake City in the wintertime with no snow. Yeah, it kind of is weird. But, you know, I'm not going to complain. We'll, we'll no. take this. So, Sarah... We've got another great episode lined up here today. We've got Rashawn Green, who who has been highlighted before at the university. He's got a great story you're soon going to hear. He's uh, really advanced his career in the IT field, which is awesome, especially considering uh, kind of his roots and and where he came from. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amazing things. And uh, he was, I I don't know if you knew this, but he was a commencement speaker uh, back in the day, or as my colleague would say, back in the days. Back in Orlando, maybe maybe two or three years ago, and has a really great story. Yeah, absolutely. He sure does. And I'm excited to hear his interview with you today. And, um, you know, talking about commencement back in the days, um, I'm ready to get back to those, Jeff. We're having a great time with virtual commencement, but we definitely miss being out gathering together with all of our graduates and their families and support systems at our in-person commencement weekends. And hopefully soon we'll be able to get back out to those. But for now, we're having a great time celebrating and honoring our graduates with virtual commencement. In fact, we've got another one coming up uh, the weekend of February 19th and 20th with our alumni celebration on Friday night and then our commencement Saturday morning. But, um, you know, we've been able to take what has happened due to COVID and I think turned into a positive thing, especially uh, your team. And then Liz, as you mentioned, our coworker, Liz, on the commencement side, we've been able to take virtual events to a new level, I feel like. Yeah, I I think you're exactly right. And, you know, the feedback that we're hearing from those that are participating, I think they're right there with us. Like, I think they're anxious to get out and celebrate in person. But we've gotten very good feedback that this is just such a fun event for them. They can watch it with their families, whether it's live, and we're hearing about lots of viewing parties, socially distanced viewing parties, obviously. Or it's kind of cool because, you know, I mean, you you could watch it. it, it it's a link on online, and so you, you're – Family members across the country could watch it and celebrate with you and uh, and all sorts of um, opportunities in between. So it's it's really fun. And if people um, are curious or they would consider walking at a virtual commencement, uh, let's give a web address for them, wgu.edu slash virtual. You can find out when our next one is and you can participate. And, and Sarah, we get this question a lot, but why don't you answer it for us? If somebody were to walk at a virtual commencement, Can they still walk at an in-person commencement at a later date? They sure can, Jeff. It does not matter if they participate in a virtual commencement. If they want to walk in an in-person commencement, once we get back to those in the future, we say, come on, the more the merrier. We want to celebrate with you. Um, Obviously, COVID has thrown a few wrenches out there for folks across the the world, and um, we want them to come celebrate with us again. 
So Sarah, we, we've got a lot of graduates uh, that have graduated since our last in-person uh, commencement. And I'm a little bit nervous that we're going to have like an insanely huge number. So I'm wondering if you can call up your friend Jerry Jones, your fellow uh, Ar- Arkansan. Is that how Arkansan. you say it? Arkansan, yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe call up Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and see if we can go over to AT&T Stadium because we're, we're going to need a huge... Uh, stadium to be able to pull this off no you know what let me just get jj on the phone and we'll see what we can work out i'm sure it's no problem whatever (laughs) i love it well good stuff to come and again uh, go to the website participate in virtual commencement and look look for details down the road about you know once we return to in-person commencement but uh sarah i want to tee up this interview i want to get into rashawn because he is an inspiring graduate and i think you're really going to enjoy his story Yes, and I love hearing from past graduate speakers as well. It's kind of a catch-up, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, let's catch up with Rashad Green. Rashad grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. Suffering from ADHD, he struggled in school and eventually dropped out of high school in the ninth grade. Throughout his childhood, he often was told by different family members and even teachers that he wouldn't amount to anything. When he was 17 years old, he was working as a dishwasher at a restaurant when the head dishwasher, who was about 50 years old, told him, you're pretty good at this. One day, maybe you could be the head dishwasher. Rashawn realized he wanted more out of his life. He found Job Corps, which is a program that helps young men and women earn their GED and learn a job trade. He enrolled, and five months later, completed his GED and a trade in computer repair. Rashawn earned his bachelor's degree in IT management in 2014 from WGU while suffering from the loss of two friends and his father, as well as an eviction during that time. After graduation, he immediately re-enrolled for his master's degree at WGU in cybersecurity and information assurance and was offered a job with the NSA, beating out others from NYU and Columbia, only for Rashawn to turn it down because he was offered more money to stay at his current employer at the time. Rashawn currently works at Microsoft as a principal security service engineering manager in the DC metro area. In 2018, Rashawn was named the Kale Learner of the Year. It's an absolute honor to welcome Rashawn Green to the podcast. Hello, Rashawn. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the time today. No, no problem at all. Thank you for the opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Well, we appreciate your time. So how have you been, man? You know, I've been well. Um, It has been an interesting year for us all. But, you know, at the same time, too, it's been a year of learning as well. So I am appreciative of where I am today, if that makes any sense. That makes total sense. And we look forward to catching up with you and learning a little bit about the last year and how things are sitting for you right now. So so I want to ask you, Rashawn, where are you taking this call from today? I am in the Washington, D.C. metro area. All right. How's D.C. today? The weather is good today. We actually have sun today. So any day that there's sun, it's good. (laughs) I love it. Well, the nation's capital is a place near and dear to my heart. And I would imagine it's a pretty cool place to live and to work. So, Rashawn, what's the best thing about living near and working in the nation's capital? One of the best things about living in this area is being near the monuments. So, for example, you know, I could just come from going somewhere, coming from somewhere, two o'clock in the morning, I can walk and go see the Lincoln Monument. You know, that's one of the best things about living in this area. As far as working in this area, um, you get to meet different people from different backgrounds. A lot of people have done 
totally different things and then ended up in cybersecurity or in type of government work. Yeah, I would imagine that's that's pretty cool. As I mentioned, we look forward to catching up with you today on the podcast. So from the bio that I read, you've been through a lot, Rashawn. And I, I just want to pause for a moment and kind of turn it back to you. Is there anything that you just look back at and think, wow, like I can't believe I've been through what I've been through and I'm at where I'm at today? So one of the things that uh, I look back on is currently in my uh, role right now at Microsoft. You know, I sometimes see my name on stuff and every time I see my name, I just can't believe it. You know, I can't believe that one that I'm working for Microsoft. You know, I remember being nine or 10 years old, going to the library and, you know, using Windows 98, you know, and seeing the Microsoft name, never did I dream that I would be working at Microsoft. So for me, that's one of the things where I come back and I look at it like, wow, I can't believe that my career brought me this far you know, and I've been awarded so many great opportunities. That's really cool. Why did you get into cybersecurity in the first place? I was always interested in computers as a kid. In Job Corps, I took up computer repair and I'd worked in the IT field for a while. It wasn't until I was working at um, one of my uh, former employers and the help desk manager said, oh, I see you have these certifications. And it actually happened to be two IT certifications. She said, oh, we have this cybersecurity role. I think you would be interested in it. So she's the one that actually got me into cybersecurity. She told me to apply. I applied and I got the job. And I would not have had those certifications had I not went to WGU. That's pretty much how I got my start. That's great. How many years ago was that? That is now, it'll be seven years next month, actually. Okay. Wow. And um, kind of reflecting back on that, what, what's the one thing you wish you would have known when you first started your career in IT? To get my certifications first and let my employer pay for my degree. Uh, I think that that would have been a good way to avoid student loan debt. <laughs> for sure. Also, what, what are you doing currently, Rashawn, to stay cutting edge and to be the best in your field? One of the things that I've always been, you know, an advocate for is getting certifications, but not only getting the certifications, is getting the training in the new technology. So, for example, cloud um, is a big area that's going to that's already taking off. But then, you know, you have also other parts of cloud where it's big data and so on. So I try to stay abreast to any new technology that's coming out and always being willing to learn whatever it is. That's great. And uh, so, Rashawn, it's a new year which gives us a chance to, to pause and to reflect, to set some big goals and to make our dreams come true, so to speak. So I'm curious, what's one thing or one goal that you are hoping to really smash in 2021? Uh, you know, uh, my role at Microsoft is pretty new, so I would like to excel in the role, but not only just excel in the role, I would like to excel, but also be able to help other people excel in their role at Microsoft as well, or excel in any other areas in cybersecurity, whether that's somebody that's, you know, listening to this podcast right now and wants to get into the cybersecurity field, or somebody that I know that is having a change of career and wants to get into cybersecurity. That's pretty much always one of my goals and aspirations is always to help other people. So I would say that succeed at Microsoft and then also, you know, to help other people in the process of that. That's really great. And along those lines, uh, what, what advice do you have for your peers in the IT field? You know, be willing to learn new technology, get your certifications, because uh, certifications matter just as much as a degree does as well. So those would be the two things I would uh, give advice that I would give to people. Okay, excellent. I also wanted to ask a question for those of us not in the IT field. So 
What's one tip for those of us not in cybersecurity that you would share to help ourselves stay safe online? So one of the tips that I would give is vishing and uh, phishing um, attacks. Uh, so for example, vishing attacks, I got one the other day that was pretty interesting. It came through as a regular call. I didn't answer the call, but I checked the voicemail later on and it sounded like it was from Apple saying that, you know, my Apple ID had been hacked and I need to go and change my Apple ID password, right? What well, the issue with that is, is that Apple would never reach out to you to do that, but most people won't know that. You know, they're just going to assume that it's a real recording and that you really need it. So for example, I called the number back and they were asking me questions about my Apple ID. And then that's where, of course, I've realized that it was a vision call. And so just to be safe, I still went and changed my password. So anytime that you get anything like that, I would say always make sure that you change your password just change in case. Yeah. Okay. Passwords, one of the things that drives me crazy, right? You got <laughs> to remember those passwords and you always yes. got to change them. Yes, you do. Well, good advice to keep ourselves safe. So I wanted to ask you about your current employer, and you kind of referenced this earlier, that this is really cool for you to recognize and realize that you're actually at Microsoft at this, at one of the greatest companies in the world. What would you say is one of the best things about working at Microsoft? I haven't had a chance to have the full reward of working at Microsoft yet. Uh, obviously, due to uh, COVID-19, I started during the pandemic. But uh, one of the things that I can tell you that is cool from being able to work remotely for Microsoft right now, at least, uh, is the people. It's a very diverse group of people. And when I say diverse, not just talking about ethnicity, I'm talking about literally people that have a background from, you know, they may have worked at Starbucks one day, you know, and then today they're working at Microsoft. And, you know, just having a diverse group of people to work with that are so smart, literally some of the smartest people in the world. I'm just honored to be among working among those particular people. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's a great organization with great values. Yes. Now I want to have you reflect a little bit about your time at WGU because you've earned a couple degrees at WGU. What stands out to you, Rashawn, about your experience earning both these degrees? Uh, so two of the things that stand out to me, uh, the first one is uh, the student mentor. I have not seen that done in any other uh, colleges prior to uh, WGU. And I know for me, at least it was like, you know, having a group assignment or a group project and you had someone that was keeping you accountable for the work that you're supposed to do. You know, you had a partner and your efforts to attain your um, higher education. So for me, that was one of the things throughout the time, you know, me and my uh, student mentor, we became what I would consider today. Matter of fact, good friends. We still speak today. Wow. Uh, you know, it's just somebody that you have an opportunity to travel through that journey of getting your education with. So I, I think for me, that made the difference for me. And the uh, second part is being able to go at my own pace, working a full-time job and going to school is hard. I've tried to do that in the past before WGU and I failed miserably. There were times where I probably might have taken a course load of five classes and passed maybe one. And it wasn't until I got to WGU where I found a model that works for me. At the beginning of the semester, you know, you get your course load and I'm able to plan it out along with my student mentor about how, I'm, how I want to attack it that particular semester. Nice. Just remembering here, you spoke at our commencement in uh, Orlando, I want to say, correct, Joe? Yes, I did. How was that, speaking uh, in front of the entire graduating class of WGU? Uh, you know, that was probably the most nervous I had ever been in my entire life. I literally can tell you when I was giving the uh, speech, my heart was beating through my chest. <laughs> a funny story about it is 
I did not know I did well or whether I did well or bad afterwards. I did not know. You know, they sit you down near um, the rest of the graduates. So I wasn't around anybody that I knew. So I didn't know how if I did well or bad for probably about an hour after that. Just sitting there freaking out because I got nervous during the speech. One part of the speech when I am talking about my mom. So I'm talking about my mom, but then I'm also at the same time talking about her. And then I'm also realizing that, hold up, I'm in front of hundreds of people giving this speech. And then I got emotional. So for me, when I go back and look at that, I was like, oh, man, I messed up. I was not trying to get emotional. So for me, I was nervous about that for like a good hour after it. Well, Rashawn, you did great. And I have to say, you and I have been working together for, I mean, it's been a couple of years. I Previous to being on the alumni team, I was part of the public relations team. And so I know you and I have had an opportunity to work on on various projects. And you've always been such a professional and so good to work with. So I'm glad that we're able to, again, talk today and kind of go through this podcast. Definitely, Jeff. Again, I want to express how much I appreciate WGU for giving me the opportunity for this particular opportunity, as well as the other opportunities that you guys have given me. And on behalf of the other students, I know that we all appreciate WGU. I know how many people's lives that WGU has changed. I know it's changed mine. I can only imagine the amount of students that has changed their lives as well. You know, for most of us, higher education probably was not an option because of working full-time jobs. You know, as people that work full-time jobs have families, have other responsibilities, and WGU has been able to meet our needs. So I know that we all appreciate it. Again, thank you, Jeff, um, and thank you to everyone at WGU for all you do. Appreciate your kind words, but I mean, we do what we do because of people like you, Rashawn, and and now more than 200,000 graduates, which is a crazy number. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people, man. Um, my sister is attending uh, WGU now and just listening to her uh, get excited about it. You know, I've had friends that have went to WGU just listening to them get excited about it. And I remember when I started, you know, and it's just so different from when I started to now watching them attend as well. So, again, it's a great college, great university in general. And I am, again, just amazed where my education from WGU has brought me in my life. Very cool. And I want to pause here for just a moment. So if you're accessing this podcast through one of our platforms, we would invite you to go over to wgu.edu slash podcast, and you can click on the episode about Rashawn, the one that he's appearing on right now. And we'll include links to a couple stories that have been uh, produced on you, Rashawn. We'll also include your commencement speech because, uh, as you said a, a second or two ago, you weren't quite sure how you did, but I, I'm happy to report and people will find that watching that speech, you'll be inspired and just awesome, awesome job that you did. Oh, thank you, Jeff. I, again, genuinely appreciate it. Well, Rashawn, let's uh, let's conclude the interview here today by uh, having a little bit of fun. We're going to do a little lightning round action. Are you okay with that? I'm certainly okay with that. All right. So we're going to put uh, we're going to put Rashawn on the hot seat. We're going to get to know him a little bit more and his background uh, more on a personal level. So the first question, Rashawn, for you, uh, what is your favorite sports team? The Lakers. All right. If you could travel anywhere in the U.S. that you've not been, where would you go? Uh, Boston. All right. What is your favorite site or museum in Washington, D.C.? The Lincoln Monument. All right, Rashawn, do you have a pet? Yes, I do. I have a chihuahua mixed with a dachshund named Chico that I have. So quick story, I fostered him for two, what was supposed to be two weeks and could not give him back. So he has been with me now for about four and a half years. Oh, I love it. Little Chico. Yes. Love it. Uh, how about a favorite food? Favorite food is Mexican food. 
All right. Is there a favorite place to go get Mexican in the D.C. metro area? Yes. If you're in D.C., uh, I would recommend going to this place called L'Oreal Plaza in uh, northwest D.C. Okay. Have to keep it on my list. And last question. Favorite thing you did as a child that you still do today? Believe it or not, one of my favorite things to do as a child was to work on computers. And I am still working with computers and technology today. That is really cool. Well, Rashawn, again, it's so great to catch up with you. I would like to give you the final word, if that's okay, as we conclude the interview. My final word would be thank you to WGU. Thank you to everyone listening and taking the time out to listen to this and anyone that watches my story. To anyone that's um, thinking about going back to college, it's never too late to go back to college. I went back at 25. Um, I think I graduated with my master's at 30. It's never too late to go back. It's never too late to dust off your dreams and try again. Awesome. Thanks, Rashawn. No problem at all. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast. To learn more about WGU Alumni and Commencement, visit wgu.edu slash alumni. To learn more about anything you heard on this episode or to hear past episodes, visit wgu.edu slash podcast. This podcast was produced by the WGU Alumni Relations Department. Special thanks to producer Bethany Tucker from the WGU Production Studio. And thank you to our WGU Alumni Network, now more than 200,000 strong and growing.